I can't help it. Like it up, like it up. I love me. Microwave, microwave, microwave. Do my little dance with this on here. Crack my shit on this hoe. Me cracking my shit. If you in the trenches, then trap with a stick. They lock me up and they shock on my wrist. I slept on the mat, now I'm back in the mix. You ain't no savage, don't lie to me, nigga. I'm from no apartments, my heart in the trenches. Kept me in traffic, a robbery, I'm whipping, and I'm scratching up like a lottery ticket. You told on your dog, that scar on your image. The longer the story, the shorter your sentence. Most of these niggas gon' do that. Go put a hole in this 2X. I came up from nothing, I'm straight out the gutter. You niggas can't go where I grew at. I fuck on your horn, you knock on the door, and you know I'm a highlight. Who that? Louis V sounds on my coat I used to trap out a motel Niggas be hating but oh well Under my coat with a toilet If you want smoke we can do that And it ain't no smoke cause I blew that Hey look how he did, how he do that I just discovered this song like three minutes ago. That motherfucker was slapping. <laughs> Again, I just discovered that song like three minutes ago. Uh, welcome back to the Humble and Arrogant Podcast. I'm your host, Lays. Let's get the cool, nice, cool shit out the way. Uh, Instagram is Humbly Arrogant Inc. Twitter is Lazy Be Get Great. Uh, <laughs> shoot myself in the face. Um, pod page is Humble and Arrogant Pod. That is Humble Letter in Arrogant Pod. Welcome, 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 welcome. Let me get my mic straight. I feel like I'm off-centered, not balanced. <laughs> welcome back to another episode. Um, everything in the description. Guess what, people? I drop on Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays. That's it. That's all. Done deal. So, now you guys cannot complain that I don't drop on time because it is Tuesday. So, welcome. <laughs> All right, uh, Patreon starts Friday, and the first episode of Patreon is going to be a doozy. Why is it going to be a doozy? Subscribe to Patreon, it's in the description, and you'll find out why it's going to be quite a doozy. Um, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Happy belated Easter. I know Easter just passed Sunday, so you know, happy belated Easter and all that cool jazz. Uh, hope y'all had a good time and celebration. Uh, let's see. What have I missed in the world? I didn't drop an episode Friday, huh? But let's talk about this real quick. All right, so I didn't drop an episode 
uh, yesterday, Monday. Uh, but I gave y'all a mix called Safe Sex Volume 1. Now, let me give you some backstory of Safe Sex Volume 1. Safe Sex Volume 1 is about, I want to say, three, two, three, four, five years old. Somewhere in that line, right? Now, I put it out because I thought about it, and I remembered it, and I forgot how fucking tight that fucking mix was of mine. So I gave it to y'all. So if you if you listen to this podcast, you got alert, and you've seen that I had to upload, and it's Safe Sex Volume 1, mixed by me. These are Lazy Be The Great. I can't help it. I love me some lace. I hope y'all guys enjoyed it. If you didn't, cool. If you did, cool. Um... Now, the other <laughs> now with putting that out, um, a lot of people told me that nothing was safe about that. <laughs> nothing was safe. I, I, in my eyes, it was hella safe. Every song was safe except like one. Safe Sex Volume 1 was extremely safe to me. Now, for the rest of you guys who listened to it and gave me grief and backlash, y'all said it wasn't safe. And I don't see how it wasn't safe. I thought it was the safest I could go three or four years ago. Uh, I had one person tell me that, you know what? I'm not even going to disclose the information. But uh, yeah, Safe Sex Volume 1 is out. It is right before this podcast. Um, you know what? I've been fucking up, and I know I've been fucking up, and I've been fucking up on the accountability of just misinformation. <laughs> but uh, I've been fucking up because I've been saying the wrong episodes on the pod. And everything else is pretty accurate. <laughs> but that's my fuck up. So this is episode eight of the Humble American Podcast. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself because I'm a fucking dipshit for even not, for not knowing that. But uh, yeah, so this is episode eight of the Humble American Podcast. Safe Sex Volume 1 is out now. Please listen to that. It is only, I want to say, 49 minutes long. Real short, real sweet. Right to the point. Safe Sex. Because you can't... <laughs> okay, hold on. I got a gym for you, right? Let me find this real quick. Because you can't make love with a condom on. <laughs> it's just the truth. You just can't make love with a condom on. It's, 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 you can't soul tie with a condom <laughs> Like, you ever thought about that? Like, for real. Like, you ever thought about that? Like, like, okay, niggas, right? All my nigga listeners. Now, another thing is I've learned that the majority, a great percentage of people that listen to this podcast are women. But anyway, I'm talking to the homies right now. Have y'all noticed, not even noticed, right? In the condom phase, if a woman tells you she loves you, she's lying. Shut the fuck up! It's just the truth. It's just the truth. Now, if you take that thing off, all doors open. <laughs> I'll probably just die with y'all talking about today. But it just hit me. Can't make love with a condom on. It's just impossible. It's just really impossible. If you just it's just impossible. There's no really no exchange. Now once it's off, it's on. Just saying. So, uh, what was I talking about today? 
I didn't write down my topics today because uh, I just been letting them fly. I let them, I want to let them fly this week, so I didn't write down my topics, uh, and that was stupid of me. Um, oh, here's something off the rip that just came to my brain. Right, let me tell you something. Right, I need y'all to mind y'all fucking business. Right now, everybody, this is okay. It's Monday, and you guys get this tomorrow. So what's happening is right. All y'all, not all y'all, a lot of y'all have something to say about something that y'all don't even fucking know. Now, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the whole Dwayne Wade kid situation, right? Now, don't let me get the fucking uh, pronouns and shit like that because it's not my place. But for you motherfuckers that keep this man's child in y'all mouth, grow the fuck up. All I keep, he- I keep hearing a bunch of motherfuckers saying, Oh, if this was my kid, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Guess what? It's not y'all kids, so it ain't for y'all. It ain't for y'all to, to, y'all fucking opinions and shit don't matter. Let that man live. Let him and his wife live. Like, that shit is annoying that y'all got always got something to fucking say about that. Like, okay, it is what it is. You don't have to fucking bring that shit up every time this man posted something with his his family. Like, y'all make this shit a big deal. And then y'all got mad that 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 it's kissing a white person. So the fuck what? Can we please stop that? I really I really want that to stop, right? Like that's something that's like near and dear, like not even personal. But I just hate that shit. Y'all got kids' business and y'all adult ass fucking mouths. That's neither here nor there. That's not even what I was going to talk about. It. I seen it and it triggered me because like. Why would y'all talk about somebody else's fucking child and their beliefs and the things that they want to do? So the fuck what? If the shoe was on the other foot, you would want that support, right? If the shoe was on the other foot and motherfuckers were talking about you, would you give a fuck? Or would you just love your child and let and, and don't give a fuck what nobody say? That's all I'm saying, right? So that's it for that subject. But I I, I just seen it and that shit was just like, Oh, I see everybody. Oh, I wouldn't let my... Bro, it's not your situation. It's not for you to know any fucking thing. Just shut the fuck up, please. Like, that shit gets a fucking annoying. Seeing y'all motherfuckers comment on that shit all up and down the timeline. Y'all got something to fucking say. But either here or there. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the topics tonight I was talking about is internal happiness, right? Um, And finding internal happiness, now, I, pro- I I keep saying that I might be repeating shit, but then, I don't know. But um, happiness, right? Internal happiness, not outer happiness, internal happiness. Internal happiness is the key to life. Why is it the key to life? Because if you're happy within, nothing on the outside surface matters. Nothing on the outside surface matters if you're happy internally. Your inner peace, your inner happiness is where it's at. If you can't protect your inner peace and your inner happiness, you'll never be happy. And I, okay, if y'all follow me on Twitter, I had a series of fucking tweets this morning. Um, My thing is, what's happening is I'm learning and finding out more people aren't really happy with themselves. And they have to they have to find what makes them happy. 
Now, when I say find what makes them happy, it's not a uh, it's not a who makes you happy. It's it's an internal happiness that needs to that needs to acquire it needs to happen about yourself. So now, um, I had a conversation with a full stranger today too. Uh, the internal happiness about yourself only happens when you know it. Because you can say you're happy and you're really not happy, but when you're when you're internally happy, nothing can bother you. Yeah, they're nicks and crannies, bills and all that cool shit. But yeah, but that goes along with life. These are these things happen. But when you're happy, you use you, your essentially nothing, nothing surface surface doesn't even fucking matter. And I was te- I mean, not I was telling, but it's just one of those things where, like for me, right? Let me tell you now, right? I'm internally happy. I really feel like if if it's surface shit, it don't really fucking matter. Because what happens is people come to people, there's people that enter your life and not not even that's this is not bad. When the people enter your life, you have to put them in certain categories of your life. And if you miscategorize these people, it it leads to a you you've miscategorized them and it it's a scramble, right? It's a scramble of putting people in places that it that may necessarily not be there, may not need to be there. And another thing I wanted to bring up was I don't know what the fuck that was. Um another thing I wanted to bring up was when when you're internally happy, it's not who makes you happy. It's what makes you happy. Because no matter no matter what you do or what you're doing, if you're not internally happy, nothing matters. Not, nothing really matters. Because you're still finding, you're still fighting and finding a surface to what it is that makes you happy. I hope that makes sense. Whatever. But uh, when you're looking for the happiness in yourself... You'll start to realize that the surface thing that you thought make you happy really don't make you happy. The shoes, the clothes, the the all the material shit you thought make you happy, all the material shit don't matter. For instance, right? There's always the saying, "I was the happiest when I was the brokest." Right? Hold on. I was the happiest when I was broke. It's because you didn't put a value of a the, the value of a dollar didn't over didn't trump the value of happiness in your life. And it's like we as adults we start to lose track of that because you got bills, responsibilities, uh, you know, there's upkeep and all this shit. And yeah, it's 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 life, it's adulting. Right, it's it's hell of adulting, and when you get to it, it becomes a, you know, it starts to deteriorate and starts to you know and 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 points and, and beats at you. But if you think about it, if you're taking care of your business and taking care of your responsibilities, 
you may not have a dollar to your name, but you'll be the happiest motherfucker in the world. Taking care of responsibilities is what you're supposed to do. But when all the other shit that doesn't matter, once once the material shit doesn't matter to you no more, you'll understand how happy you are internally. I truly believe that. Because you're not you're trying to find your you're not trying to find your happiness in a purchase or a person or somebody who's trying you know somebody may be trying to make you happy but if you're not internally happy it don't matter because you're fighting you're fighting yourself demons more than you're fighting you're accepting the love from somebody else i know that was like two different fucking things but it is what it is just let it ride okay Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! anyway um just let it ride so when it become when I'm when they become when it comes to your happiness, it's certain things that you just have to eliminate, right? Drama, you have to eliminate everybody else's problems. You have to eliminate anything that you feel weighs you down. Person, place, thing, material, drug, addiction, all that shit, right? Because when it comes to internal happiness, if you can't you can't operate correctly personally i don't feel like you can operate correctly because you're busy uh tiptoeing around and you're busy uh trying to figure out yourself but also trying to figure out all the other shit in between life and it's like fuck if i'm happy i can just you can you can you can categorize this shit and be happy just be happy for what the fuck it is you want to do So it's like choose your happiness at all costs. At all costs, choose your happiness. I don't know what's all this squeaking. If y'all hear this shit, if y'all hear squeaking, I don't know what it is. It's probably just, it's the table. Then if y'all hear something like rough, that's my feet scratching the ground. <laughs> but um, choose your own happiness, man. At at whatever cost. If it's hurting somebody, hurting a feeling. You you have to put yourself above all. Now, I'm not saying put yourself above your fucking responsibilities because your responsibilities have to be taken care of. Sorry. You take care of responsibilities and then everything else will fall in line, right? But your happiness comes before any of that. So internally happy, not 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 showing that you're happy on the outside, but deep down inside you're in the dark fucking place. Be happy for yourself, right? Then when you're happy for yourself, you have options. And we all got options, right? Everybody has options to choose. You can be happy or miserable, but you have to do what's best for you, right? Like, you ever think about this shit, okay, right, for scenario, right? If you're doing everything to make somebody else's, make somebody else happy, all across the board, right? If you're doing whatever it is to make somebody else happy, you're going through loops, hoops, bounds, and all this shit. What the fuck is making you happy? Because I feel like you're using all your time to be, you might be using all your time to impress or uh secure somebody's secure somebody's happiness 
let alone but you haven't secured yours. Then you're just in a you're just in a, a whirlwind in a cycle of shit. Right? Then when you're in that whirlwind and cycle of shit, you end up take that back. If it's not reciprocated back, you you feel lonely. And rightfully so, because you are. I know I be making these analogies and shit and they be coming back they be they be sounding fucking uh they be coming full circle with some shit I already said, but it's the truth. It's just the truth. Um I want people to take care of themselves. I want people to be internally happy and not feel like I don't want people to feel like, you know, they're a burden. I don't want people to feel like they they have to fake their happiness. They have to fake being happy and they really aren't. It's okay to talk to people. Again, and I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself when I say other people's problems aren't yours, but it's better it's better out than in. If you got a friend to talk to about all this shit, they're just going to give you advice and keep it pushing. Find you that friend. Fuck, talk to me. I'm happy. Your problems ain't going to weigh on me. I'm not going to go to sleep with your problems on my fucking shoulders. Sorry. I'm going to think about it, process it, and give you the best advice I can. Give you the best solution that I can. And I'm going to be real about it. And that's just how I am. So, again, uh, obstacles and all this shit, you, you, you just simply have to do what's best for you and yourself going forward. Now, life's, life's full of obstacles. We know that. But each choice you make takes you to your next obstacle and or destination. Right? And this is going to take a left turn here. But uh, today I went to um, – today I went to a uh, – let me get the right term to to use this. I went to a a, a prayer meeting, right? Uh, one of my kids I coached um, was in a was was in a car crash, and this is a special kid, man. And I I call it special because he's not only is a special football player, he's just a special kid, and his 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 they became like family. Him, his dad, uh, his little brother, his sister—they became they became like family. We we were—he's like family, and you know, I got to watch this kid grow. I coached him for one year, and uh, I've told this kid on many occasions that we played a big game, and I told him, "You changed the outcome of this game on both sides of the ball." But he may not have seen it. At then, but I watched him grow into this player that I knew he could be. And again, uh, as of recent, he was in a horrific car crash, and uh, there's a there was a prayer meeting for him today, and uh, there's a GoFundMe for him. Uh, some of y'all may know him, some of y'all may not know him. Um, Juan Wilson Jr. Uh, shout out to Big Juan. Big Juan gave me my first opportunity to be an offensive coordinator. And at that point of coaching football, I never wanted to be an offensive coordinator. All I wanted to do was coach linebackers and coach offensive line. 
And in a pinch, he gave me opportunity to be something that I never knew I could. I never, I never really imagined being an offensive coordinator. I was a defensive guy, and our previous offensive coordinator just went ghost, and I didn't. It was Juan and me, and I didn't want to leave those kids in a fucked up situation. So I stepped up to, to the plate of something I didn't know, and. I owe him that. And little Juan being in the, you know, we're praying for little Juan. He's in the hospital. Um, he's got he's getting better every day. But, and I tell people all the time, when it's stuff when it's stuff of this nature, we're not on doctor's time. We on God's time. We're on nobody but God's time. And in this football community that I'm involved in, is so big. And it's so powerful. And it's so widespread that it's 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 amazing, man. And thank you to everybody who showed up. Um, again, this took a left turn, but you know, I just have to you know show my respect and my love to my peoples, man. And you know, little one, keep fighting. You know, just spirits with us, man. Just keep fighting, keep being that dog that you are, man. Um, big one, you know, we hold you down one hundred hundred percent. Rest in peace, Jalen, man. He lost his life in that car crash. Dejan, just keep healing, man. So a day by day process. I coached Dejan when he was six. You know, it's a it's a full circle, you know. So I just want people to keep holding their head. But back to this podcast shit. Uh, <laughs> um, back to happiness. <laughs> um, stop letting surface shit bother y'all too, man. Because. When y'all let surface shit get to y'all, it it becomes just materialistic. Surface shit is surface shit is just materialistic shit. And I truly believe that because I watch all y'all, not all y'all, because I don't really want to categorize y'all like that. Um, I watch a lot of people just put everything, everything material, like on themselves, but they're not happy, right? It's like y'all watch it's like it's like again, y'all in competition with each other. But y'all in competition for what? To see who got what? It is what it is though. Oh, so look, right? <laughs> Quick story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh shout out to my homie Lathe. He's like he's forty, right? So uh, went to his surprise fortieth birthday party. Right now, it's a it's a person that uh, that thought that I wanted to talk to them or that I was hitting on them. I may have talked about this before, but whatever. No, I couldn't have talked about this. Either way, I go. Um, this person thought I wanted to talk to them or like. Be involved with them. And that person was at the party, right? And this motherfucker was like, I couldn't. It confuses me how do you take, how people take the littlest of shit and run with it. I'm a nice person, but I'm not that fucking nice. This person, like, 
flew off the ripper, rip, rip, off the flew off the ripper, and was like, and told my and told my friend like, oh, he was trying to talk to me, and I'm like, what? This motherfucker built like an 1800 bottle. Don't get me wrong, I don't shame. I got, <sighs> yo, I got I got mad more class. If I'm gonna do some fucked up shit, it's not gonna be with an 1800 bottle. I just thought that I had to get that off my chest because that shit was weird, and it was like, you did all that, and you like, <sighs> bruh, like, no, 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 you couldn't have thought that I want to talk to you. No, I'm good, happily. Fuck away from me. But uh oh, so my home my homeboy, right? He gave me he gave me uh a topic to talk about. I rub my eye and I'm trying not to yawn so Jay don't jump on my ass. Jay, not Jay. Ray. Ray don't jump on my ass. Ray jumped on my ass because I was yawning all the last podcast. Thank you, Ray. But uh <laughs> the homie says he said the he said these chicks be be zizzing. These chicks be zizzing their clitoid, right? And I found that fucking funny. And I say, bro, you have to understand when it comes to women, they they zizzing, they zizzing away. What is zizzing? You know, zizzing. <laughs> we know what zizzing is, right? And they be like, oh man, but when they zizz so much, it's hard for bro, you you're not in competition with the ziz. When it comes to the ziz, the ziz is your friend. The ziz is the assist. The ziz is the oh, let me sit back, sit back, and ziz. Let let me control the ziz. Now, fellas, y'all have to stop. <laughs> Niggas' egos are crazy, right? Niggas are so offended by the ziz and women bringing the ziz to the room or the, the pre-ziz. <laughs> the pre-ziz. <laughs> Y'all be offended by the ziz, bro. The, the ziz is the assist, right? Now, if you're doing what you do right, the ziz is just the assist. Because at the age, we're at the age of, you know, when you get in there, right? <laughs> I'm trying to be clean and not be so fucking disgusting. But when you get when you get to the situation, you bring the ziz out and it's less work for you, bro. The ziz is the assist. It's the it's it's the Chris Paul of of sex. The ziz. Now I keep saying the ziz. Now, ziz mean Dildos, vibrators, sex toys, women's sex toys, right? You, the ziz, because it vibrates at rapid rates. Bro, you you use that during sex. You can't lose. Now, the only way you lose is, it, it doesn't become, a, I don't want to say it becomes a competition, because all you got to do is hold on. Then it there's a there's a window, right? There's a window. 
there's a window of 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 Ziz to come right. Once she gets there, bro, you just gotta go crazy and try to beat the Ziz before she gets there. Or let let her Ziz, let her Ziz off, and then you go crazy. And that's it. Stop trying to fight the Ziz, bro. Now, there are some people who who have Zizzed, zizzed away and they're, or they're, they might be at no point of return that's not your problem and at that point you just go for yours bro <laughs> you just gotta go for yours if the if the ziz if the ziz is, is zizzed away bro you is there's nothing you really can do she has zizzed the clit off there's no way in man form that a nigga can can. There's no way in human form that a nigga can can beat the ziz if she zizzed it all off. Bro, the only way she can come is from the ziz. Your body don't do that unless you do some. You know it. Never mind. Anyway, uh, <laughs> nobody beats the ziz. Use the ziz as an assist, right? Now, um. As an entrepreneur and running the clothing line, right, there are ups, there's downs, and I'm going to talk about it. The ups are owning. Wow, I just seen them crazy. <laughs> um, the ups are being able to own your own shit, and you know, being an entrepreneur is it's it's a great, and you're able to do everything, you know. Under your dreams at your at, as a clothing line, right? Now, it's fun creating and being able to watch people purchase and like and you know fuck with your fuck with your fuck with your creation and fuck with your dreams, right? It's a it's a great feeling and you know people purchasing. It's like oh, okay, I'm it's good. Now the other parts are the constant creation that people don't see. The consistent the consistency of creating creating a demand to sell. You have to stay creative as an entrepreneur. The good, the bad, the ugly, you have to stay creating. I don't know how I went from Ziz to entrepreneur champion. Anyway, <laughs> um you have to keep creating. You create a demand, you have to create a market, you have to you have to create so much, and you may feel like you're doing this for no reason, but you never know when it might pop. You never know what's gonna pop, what it ain't gonna pop. Right? So there was a time when I was uh doing this humble and arrogant thing where I felt like I had hit a plateau. Not really, not necessarily hit a plateau. I wasn't creative. And it was all, I think it was all in my brain and I just needed a reset. So I took some time off. I still created and pushed and, you know, did some little things, but I had took time off for, for myself from starting, uh, not really starting, but, you know, from 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 pushing as much. I had to sit back and do homework. And as an entrepreneur, you have to do a lot of homework. You have to look at your competition, look at the big, look at the big, li- the big leagues, the big, the big wigs, all the way down to the small, li- the, the small wigs who's just starting. 
you know, um, it's enough money in the world for everybody, but you have to look at everything that's going on. Styles, colors. Um, when you're doing your research, you have to, you know, see what's in, what's not in. Uh, my first, to be honest, my first year in doing Humble and Arrogant, I didn't know what, I didn't do seasons. I was just going and not knowing what the fuck I was, not knowing what I was doing, but I was just going off the record, just trying to, trying to make sales, make sales, make sales, make sales, and not really, uh, not really looking at how, what, what you wear in seasons, what's in, what's out. I was just so, I was just tunnel vision on my vision that I didn't do any research. So when I step back as entrepreneurs, sometimes you have to step back, look at the broader spectrum, do your homework research and step back and, and hit it, hit it harder. And I'm at that point right now, but as an entrepreneur, I don't want, I don't want people to feel like if it's not clicking, it's over. If I'm not pushing it over, it's never over. It's you have to create a market and a demand for whatever it is you're pushing. Me, I'm pushing a clothing line. I'm pushing. I'm pushing a brand. I'm pushing a message. So, uh, I'm pushing it in different ways. I have a woman's clothing line. I have a men's, a, a unisex men's clothing line, and I'm attacking. I'm attacking it the same way, but. For women, I'm attacking it at a different angle. For men, I'm attacking it at a different angle. Because I want, for me personally, it's just me personally, I'm attacking this shit at, I'm attacking this shit like a movement, like more like a, uh, like a black, like, I don't want to say Black Lives Matter, fuck. Um, more like a movement, you know, uh, a team, a team effort. So the good of it is, you're you never get I never get lost in being uh I never let the money I never let the uh the profit of I never let the profit of humble and arrogant keep me down. Oh, I didn't make a sale today. I didn't make a sale this week. I keep pushing. I keep creating and pushing. Cause you never know when that one is gonna pop. So to all entrepreneurs who listen to this or people who want to get into business or anything like that, you have to keep pushing because you never know when it's going to pop. Nobody believes in your dream more than you. Nobody's going to believe in your dream more than you. They may fuck with it. They may ch- they may say some cool shit. They may give you some ideas. But it's on you to execute it. If you don't execute your ideas to your fullest potential, you have to step back, go back to the drawing board, and re and replan the attack. I see a lot of uh, like me and me and my homeboy was talking, right? Me and my nigga C, shout out to C. Um, he gave me some valid words, and he said, "The first people are gonna fuck with you initially, and then what?" How do you keep people fucking with you? And I had to learn how do how is it that how do I keep people engaged? So how do you keep people engaged? You have to be consistent. You have to consistently 
I don't want to say you have to consistently give them new shit, but you have to keep feeding them. You have to keep feeding them uh, material or keep putting this, you have to keep putting it in their face, right? And I'm talking from a clothesline brand, but that goes for everything, right? If you making candles, you have to have different scents, but you got to keep pushing it, keep pushing it, keep pushing it. Sale, you got to keep pushing everything, dude, because once you feel like you once you feel like you at a stomping ground, most people give up. In the pandemic, I watched so many people start clothing lines, and I was cool, like cool, man, do y'all shit, like ha- happy for y'all. <laughs> Shut up, Ray. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the pandemic, man, people, so many people started clothing lines that it just didn't pan out, and I feel like they just did it because. They saw a profit and it wasn't their passion. It wasn't their passion. They just I don't know what the fuck that was. Um they jumped into it because this was something they, they saw profit in it. They saw they was able to uh do all this shit. You could do so much things. And I was like telling certain folks like this shit is not easy as you think it is. People were like, oh, this shit easy, blah, blah, blah. We can do this, do that. Okay. And everybody's message in the pandemic was something based around money. Right? Like money, wealth, poverty, dollar signs, uh, money over. Like everything was based around money. And pretty much a year later, I don't see any of that shit anymore. It's because you they, they it wasn't it wasn't people's passion. Everything was everything was get rich quick scheme. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that like you know, you may not you may hit a lick, but if you're not passionate about it, it it's never gonna work. If you're not passionate about something that you're doing all across the board, it's never gonna work. If you don't do the, if you don't continue to research, if you don't continue to give people better things, and you know, you have to compete against the big wigs. And then also, a lot of this shit was so overpriced. It was like, what the fuck? And I get it. You know, you believe in yourself that much that the price is the price. But a lot of that shit was unaffordable, and it was just the, it was just the, your basic shit. But as an entrepreneur, I feel that, you know, we all get to that point of, uh, I don't know what to do next, what's doing next. Sit, step back, research. Use, get online and find some research and figure out how to better your, how to better your, your company, your brand, your whatever it is that you do. If you want to start a company, if it's something you want to start, do this shit. So, like, people ask me all the time, how did you start a clothing line? And I tell them. I I open my mouth and I tell them. I, this is what happened. This is what it is. Boom, 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 boom. Some people take it and, you know, run with it. Some people would be like, ah, it's hard. It's really not that hard if you're passionate about it. But if you're just trying to get into this entrepreneurial life to get rich and, you know, 
live off, you know, a quick a quick month of income, it is never going to go far. Trying to work for yourself is never going to go far if you're not passionate about it. It takes time, effort, research, blood, sweat, tears, wash, rinse, and repeat. You're going to have fuck-ups. You're going to have miscommunications. But you have to be able to recognize that and get better from it. And when you're you're in this entrepreneur and not and again, yeah, entrepreneur life and in this clothing brand life, I'm two want to say like two and a half years. Going on damn going on my third year, if I think about it. going into my third year, I I have the Diddy state of mind, right? What is the Diddy state of mind? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um the Diddy state of mind is when you seen Diddy, you never seen him outside of his clothes. You never seen him outside of his brand. Ever. 50 Cent. You never see him outside of his outside of his brands. The things he represents. You never see him outside of it. It's because he believe they believe in they believe in it. So with humble and arrogant, I'm in that shit every day. Every day. Shout out to my nigga D. Rich. She she salutes that the other day. But I'm in my shit every day because I believe in my I believe in my company. I believe in my message. No matter if I just throw on some shit, it's just it, it, I'm stamped. It's a it's a conversational piece when it comes to my company. Shout out to the people who who have conversations and believe in themselves that they are humble and arrogant. And shout out to the people who don't who don't. But when it's when it's your company, believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. Believe in yourself to know I have to push through the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is a crazy pod now I think about it. <laughs> I went from fucking all this shit went left and right. But um I wanted to continue on something. I got to think about it, though. Not think about it. I just got to find it real quick. Um, one of my people's, one of my, uh, I don't want to say one of my, uh, one of one of the listeners um, hit me up, and they made a good point, right, about last episode. Because last episode was strong women intimidate boys and excite men, right? And I seen it too late. I had already recorded but um, she, her point was, her point was, am I too strong that I scare off men? And I told her to listen to the show, and she said, I didn't answer, so I'm answering now. No. I don't want to say, and one, no, nobody's too strong that they scare off a person, Right? There is somebody for everybody. That's how there's ugly couples in the world. I'm just playing. Um, your success, your success shouldn't, your success, if your success scares somebody, it is not, it's not, you're not for them. You're just not for them. Across the board. If somebody's scared, somebody's scared of your success, your hard work, your, your ownership, your drive, 
and they complain about it, they aren't for you. You have to be able to, if somebody wants to be with, if somebody wants to be with you, all those things can't scare them. Uh, like the worst thing I hear is you work too much. Then what the fuck? Do, what the fuck am I supposed to do? If a person, if if somebody complains to you and say you work too much, oh you 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 something. If you something, uh, fuck. If they say you work too much, you hustle too much. You're always you're always at work. Those are red flags of you don't have enough. You don't have a hustle. You have too much free time on your fucking hands. We are, we, you have to hustle in this day and age, especially in California. You have to. There's no way around it. You have to fucking hustle. So I don't want, I don't want people to be like, oh, it's, it's too much. No, you got to fucking hustle. Everybody has a hustle. Everybody has responsibilities. Everybody has, Things they have to accomplish. So you you don't have time or you hustle too much or you work too much. I have to. I have a lifestyle to to uphold. I have responsibilities to uphold. Don't let motherfuckers come in your world and try to flip your world around because they have idle time and they want their idle time to be your idle time. I hope that makes sense. Your idle time isn't my idle time. Your free time isn't my free time. When you have nothing to do, I have mad shit to do. People have responsibilities. People have children. People have bills. So that little bit of idle time that, you know, may be freed up is cool. But on the other flip of it, your idle time don't necessarily mean that I have to have to insert myself in your idle time. And that's a that's a that's something that's that's happening. Oh, you don't got enough time. You don't have an. You you, if you explain it going into the situation that y'all in, you don't have to explain it. I mean, you don't have to. It it shouldn't be revisited. And that shit becomes it becomes like annoying. <laughs> some people some people gets to it, it gets to the oh. You don't have time for such and such, such and such. Bro, I got a homegirl right now, right? She's an ultimate hustler. She has a job. She has a hustle. She's a photographer. She's she's so much. So she's consistently busy. And I, I told her the other day, I'm like, nigga, you, you're always busy. Like, I always see you doing shit. That's fucking tight. And what was her rebuttal? Niggas think different. And I'm like, why? Because most men think, oh, well, excuse me. <clears throat> a lot of niggas don't do nothing. They don't either do nothing or they go to work and don't have nothing else to do. So it's just a bunch of idle fucking time. So with their idle time, they want to be laid up or, you know, they trying to do certain shit with a woman. But if a, if that woman is doing said shit, she don't got time to fucking be watching Netflix and watching you play 2K and Call of Duty and all this shit. Like, that motherfucker ain't got the time, bro. And that's something that a lot of men have to have to understand that is a lot of these women, uh, I want to say a lot, 
um, a good majority of these women have jobs and they have hustles. They have children to feed. They have to spend time with their children. They have to feed their children. They have to clothe their children. Some some of these women don't. Some of these women's children don't have fathers. They have to do it all by themselves. Please commend that woman for that. Please, please accept that shit, nigga. Uh, and there's a lot of niggas in the world who think that they come before that woman and that child, and it's not like that. Shut the fuck up! It's 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 pretty disgusting, and I see it all the time. But uh, yeah. So um. So look, right? I have some. I have a few scheduled guests uh, on these next. Wait, time. I got some breaking news, right? Wait. <laughs> Taco Bell bringing the Mexican pizza back. Taco Bell's bringing the Mexican pizza back. I just it literally just popped up on my timeline. I did not know this. Uh, fuck you if you don't fuck with Taco Bell. I don't know how the fuck y'all don't because Taco Bell has saved us for all our lives and you niggas. I think all y'all got health kicks and act like Taco Bell wasn't there, wasn't, wasn't there in our darkest days. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I was into this show. Um, thank y'all for listening to episode eight of the Humble and Erica podcast. Everything's in the description. Patreon starts Friday. I have an episode dropping Friday on Patreon and a regular episode dropping uh, just a regular podcast. Uh, subscribe to whatever podcast app y'all listen to. Title, not title. I'm not on title. I mean, not Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, uh, all the podcast platform. I'm pretty sure I'm on there. Go the Humble and Erica Podcast. Hit subscribe, like, rate, review, write a comment. Show niggas some love. I'm trying to get this place. Big. I'm trying to get this thing bigger, broader. You no, know, get some shit generating. Add some more shit on top of the shit that I'm already doing. Because podcast is a form of therapy to me, right? I don't know if I ever told y'all this, but I love podcasting because it's essentially therapy for me. I can let out everything that I feel and want to say into a microphone and give it to you people for you to listen to. And I I got a challenge for y'all this week, right? (laughs) I want y'all to send me... uh, I'm going to put it in the uh, Spotify link. If it's not in the Spotify link, y'all can send it to me on Twitter or Instagram. All the links in the description. Just click it and you'll see all of them. Or you can send it to me at Anchor. I want y'all to send me the song that motivates you the most. I don't care what. I want y'all to send me the song that motivates you the most. The song that motivates you the most, I want y'all to send it to me, right? The song that like pushes you and that makes you go, that triggers that creative, that creative, that creative like spark in your brain, that one that says get up and go get it. Like send me that song. No matter I want it from all y'all. Send me that song. Uh and I'll send y'all my song back. Uh but yeah. So that's my that's my challenge of the week. Send me the song that pushes you, that drives you, that creative drive. Send me that song. Um do 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 do. I got an episode dropping Friday. Safe Sex is out now. Y'all can listen to it before this show, after this show, whenever y'all want. It is on the podcast. So just go like it, favorite, and y'all can hit Safe Sex. And it's a vibe. Y'all can listen to it at work, on your drive, on your way to get some, on your way from leaving to get some, on your way to just fucking up. Whatever. Send it to send it to the person that you want to give some. Do something. Just share Safe Sex Volume 1, okay? Safe Sex Volume 2 may come out this week. I doubt it. 
I highly doubt it. But it's coming soon. Uh, well, I keep calling it safe sex, and y'all y'all keep saying that it wasn't nothing safe about that. But whatever, it's safe sex, safe sex series. Anyway, um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Yeah, I got a few uh guests lined up for like probably the next three or four shows, possibly one, two for sure, four at best. Um, da 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 da. da. If you got topics or shit you want to ask me or you know questions, comments, concerns, please leave it in my DMs, Twitter. Like I said, all that shit's in the description. Hit one of them, leave a message. Uh, Spotify, there's a poll or in the question, answer it, leave it there. Comments, concerns, topics y'all want me to tackle, situations y'all want me to handle or talk about, give y'all advice, just shoot it to me. Um, da, 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 da. That's pretty much it, man. Uh, yeah, man, this is the Humble and Arrogant Podcast. I'm your host, Lays. These are my humble thoughts and arrogant opinions. And I'm out, man. Peace. I can't help it. I love me some Lays. Ha, ha, ha.